What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Live Bay Podcast, where we talk to you about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for <laughs> yourself or someone else, this podcast is for you. <sighs> Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the owners of Live Bay Lash. Our heart is Maybe. to share with you guys we'll Mexico. <laughs> our uphill battle in this lash industry and to show you what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house, extremely broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to give you guys a real raw version of what things really like. In this episode, we're going to be talking about payroll perspective. Wow, say that one fast. payroll perspective all right so before we jump into a couple quick announcements uh sean and i are formally resigning we're gonna go to mexico yeah somebody please come take our kids (laughs) just kidding uh we got some classes coming up the vr classes are going to be so many people are hitting us up for the vr they were an absolute home run so the new ones are going to be the week of september 8th and the week of september 22nd if you go to livebayclasses.com you can see the uh, all the stuff on the VR there. Financing is available. We are still doing the Milwaukee class. We are not canceling it. So Milwaukee is going on 824. If you live anywhere in the Midwest or on the East Coast and you keep asking us to come east, this is as far east as we're going this year. Please take the Milwaukee course. We're going to uh, roll out all the, all the good stuff for you guys. Brett will be there helping teach it. He's got like, I don't know, 13 or 15 years of the last years <laughs> yeah. under his belt. So it's a lot of great info. Uh, Houston makeup date is going to be September 7th, Lake Tahoe and Salt Lake City. We rescheduled both of those the same week, September 14th. So both of those will be going on simultaneously. And then we have Scottsdale going on. The new makeup date for that one is September 21st. All right. So jumping into the episode. And Mike and I will be at the VR class. (laughs) Oh yeah. Thank you. We we will be at the VR class. We will will definitely be attending that one. Yeah. You'll be able to meet us. Super cool. (laughs) It is. It's so cool. Like Mike and I are like right there. You're like, no, just, we did. We jumped in the last one a yeah. lot and talked to everybody. And it's so fun. It's so fun. Also, don't forget we do have a membership program. So what we've decided to start doing with the membership program is we are going to, when we go live, we're going to start digging into whatever issues you guys are having personally and helping you guys, guiding you, mentoring you and helping you through your last journey. That program is 99 bucks a month. It's worth its weight in gold. You get two free tutorials. You get 20% off your products. But most importantly, you get direct access. We can call in and get your questions answered. Not enough people are taking advantage of that. So I'm guessing everybody is just a smashing success. Yeah. And they don't want the extra tips. Yeah. But if, if you, you guys want to grow your business, you guys have access to like Mike and I and the two uh, tutorials per month. They're like full tutorials from start to finish. I know every, everyone on YouTube that complains is like, um, it's only four minutes. Do? Yeah. It's like, okay. Sorry for well, the free listen. content. Yeah. Sorry. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this gets exhausting, okay? This is like free content for you guys that literally we have be- we have done this like nonstop for two, how long? Two years now. Two years nonstop. We took a break last month because we were literally just ready to just blow our heads off. <laughs> so besides that, like we have been constant. So just I will delete that comment or I'll talk shit back under Shauna Gardner, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't even know what I was going in with that. All right. <laughs> Jumping into the episode. So... Uh, long story short, too many people out there look at payroll as an expense, okay? And like 
you can't look at that number and be like, Ugh, I can't believe I pay these people. They're making more money than me. Mm-hmm. And that's the wrong mindset going into it. So payroll is an investment, okay? And I know what a lot of you are thinking, hey, I'm going to hire somebody, but they're not going to do the same job that I would. So I'm just going to stand over and micromanage them and then go, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing it wrong. Get out of the way. I'll just do it for you. And then you're paying them for that process. So you can't have that kind of mindset. We have over 100 people that work for us right now. Sorry. Yeah. I kicked the conference. It's the person under the table. It's a teleprompter. It's kicking back. It's added up to here. It's about to quit. We're taking you off payroll. No, but here's the thing. We have over 100 people that work for us, right? And out of all those people, could you imagine if Sean and I tried to stand over each and every one of them? No way. I mean, we would get literally nothing accomplished here. Some days I feel like we don't get anything accomplished with those 100 people, but... Are you going to be okay? Uh, yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> tagging you in there. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, anyway, so a couple couple things you guys need to remember. When you first start out hiring people, <laughs> just know you're not going to make a lot of money with it right away. No. So we in the beginning, we would pay our lash artists. They would get all the appointments. They were making the bulk of the money. Any little bit extra scratch we had coming in was paying rent, paying advertisement, paying supplies. Those last hours would make like fifteen hundred to three grand a week. Yeah, we didn't make money for like a year or two. Like yeah. that's how long it took for us to. And they come up to you all excited, like, "Look at my check!" And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I like... know, I signed it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Meanwhile, we're sharing a car. Our yeah. rent's behind at our house. Like, yeah, it was it was brutal, for sure. Ugh. That was like two years. I think we weren't making any money. First two years we didn't. Yeah. I'll never forget when I got a, I got finally got a new car. One of our last years, I was like, "Oh, business looks good. You got a new car." Like we got a 2014 Jeep, Jeep Cherokee. Like it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we shared. Are that we allowed to have Jeep. something nice? Is that okay? That's right. I remember that. And then we had an old Jeep that we shared for like five years, and it was like, what was it? It was an 07 Grand Cherokee. 07. And I miss that car. I really do. It was such a good car, but it had 150 thousand miles on it. Yeah. So just remember too, when going into it, like when you start hiring people and everything like that. I mean chances are they're going to be making more money than you. And we would always mask it. You know, they had no idea. Like they had no clue, like the struggle that we were going through. But like as an owner, you know, you've got to be like, oh yeah, that's so awesome. You know, and you just have to kind of like fake it until you make it. And we did that for a good two years for sure. Yeah. I think people just, you know, everybody goes into this because of social media. Yeah. Because of social media, someone out there has got a million followers on their IG and they're puffing their chest up and. And their pictures are perfect. And they're just like, you know. But they haven't really done anything in life. No one really knows who they are. <laughs> and I'm not saying it like a knock on anybody. I'm just saying like, listen, just know going into it, you're going to have, you know, those. you're going to not make money. Like you can't go into it with the ex- expectation. I'm just going to overnight. Over, overnight make money. First of all, it takes a while for the public to trust you and start trying you out. Second of all, you then have to replicate you as a person into those employees. So who is the, like think of the employees as an extension of you. Mm-hmm. So if someone met them outside and like, where do you work? I work for Live Bay. Are they like, oh yeah, I work for this place. It's called Live Bay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they like, oh yeah, no, I work for that last place, Live Bay. They're like the largest in town. They're super cool. The owners are awesome. Like, that's how they got to be that that representation of you. So you have to be able to put the time and effort and energy into training them, and just know that at some point in time, even when you do train them and get everything the way you want. There's a chance that person could leave. These are all like risks you're going to have to take. But I think if you build your system based on the infrastructure itself, like if you have a check and balance system and you have managers in place where the last hours report to those managers and who report to you, if one domino falls, the next one's ready just to step in. It's like a plug and play system. I'll never forget our first salon manager we had 
was actually our first receptionist. Mm-hmm. And so she came up in our system, was uh, friends of ours. It was their daughter, and so we gave her a chance. She was a great worker. Anyways, long story short, we just got so big so quick. She got, had too much responsibility on her plate and was just like mentally overloaded and just like quit in the middle of the night like on a Tuesday. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like now we're back to doing. Wasn't I pregnant? Yeah, you were pregnant. <laughs> we were at the, yeah. Yeah. We so that t- was a good uh, we were, I'm sure I reacted well. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't hormonal or mad or anything. No. <laughs> so the home stretch there. And so that was when we first brought in Melinda, who's our GM now. And I'll never forget, Melinda got just handed the reins. We were just like, here. This and is we what were we going out of town. We're, we're going to Cleveland for the NBA Finals. There you go. <laughs> this is how payroll works. And Mel was such a G about it. She like showed up. She was answering the phone. Like, And Melinda didn't have lash experience. She was like a manager at European, European Wax. Wax. So, But she was such a G. And she's such a G now. And she's like my go-to. She's, I think that she's like, I mean, I love everyone. Not everyone, but she is like probably one of the, like she's one of the strongest people besides us in our foundation. Like she's literally like, she's such a, like I'm a hard worker. I'm the hardest worker I know besides you. You're a hard worker too. (laughs) But Melinda is like right there. Like she's such a hard worker. And I think it's important to look at your payroll as an investment because we have always paid everyone that works for us well. Like we pay our lash artists well. Um, our managers, like everybody gets paid super well. We give bonuses. We throw, you know, the best Christmas parties. Hey, we hey. Do, we do. We <laughs> go around, we, bring, we deliver Starbucks to the yeah. locations. We do free lunches. We'll walk around the warehouse and slip $20 bills in people's hands. You yeah. Know, like, we, we, take, we take care of our staff. Like in every one of them is a, a representation of us. But back to Melinda, like she, honestly, she is such a Swiss, Swiss army knife that she can literally handle any situation. Mm-hmm. So one minute she's managing all the salons, all the complaints, all the front desk girls doing the payroll. Next minute she's flipping gears. She's in the warehouse handling inventory, making sure the ambassadors are doing what they're supposed Like she just, there's not a thing she can't do plug and play. And when you get somebody like that, it's really important that you take care of them and you pay them accordingly. And I'm not saying to the point where they can extort you and be like, Hey, this is what I do. And you're like, you know, like, Oh, they're bribing you with their abilities. But Honestly, if we didn't have Melinda, there'd be some... There'd be no bit. <laughs> seriously. Because there's times where as you as an owner, you're not going to be able to handle all the things that are thrown at you. Like, you're just going to be overloaded. You're going to have too many people working for you. You're going to be dealing with too many problems. The real... Like, what a business owner is, like, at the end of the day, you're just a problem solver. You're just literally sitting around the Rubik's Cube, twisting and lining up colors. And, and whatever answer you give is the right answer because that's the one you got to live with. And that's the one that you got to... You know, that's the one you got to follow through with. And so that's all you really do at the top. And so it's important to have key people underneath you to lighten the load and to help take on some of that burden for you. And I think if you find the right people, you're going to go through a few in the beginning. Yeah, you're going to go through some shit bags for sure. We went through a lot. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I think it's, a, I, I think that, yeah, it sucked at the time when people leave and everything, but it's all such a process. You learn so much through it. And I think that's only made us better. Just yeah. hopefully no more. <laughs> so when you guys write that check weekly or biweekly, or you write that payroll check, payroll tax check, you write that unemployment tax check, you write that sales tax check, you mm-hmm. write modified business tax check. When you write all those things, that's an investment with you know with having a payroll. Don't look at it as like shit. You know, I'm writing. Can't believe I'm paying all this stuff. Look at it as like this is what's keeping the business going. This is what's feeding the engine. There's times in life you're going to make tough choices. You know when COVID first hit. We had to cut hours, cut pay, lay people off, and it's not a fun, it's not a fun spot to be in. You know, we've always taken pride in, you know, as owners, 
employing people, offering good lives for people, taking care of people. And it's, it's a rough day, you know, when you got to do certain things just to keep the, the motor running, you know, it's not, it's not fun. But I think if you have the right key people in place that realize what's going on and realize look, can look at it from the bigger picture that have bought into the system, you know, they're the ones that are going to help you keep the thing on the tracks and they know it's only a temporary setback. It's not a long term when things pick back up they'll be rewarded for it. Yeah, for sure. And we learned a lot through COVID too, like, especially, you know, obviously having to like cut back hours and the salons were open and, you know, reducing pay just so we could, you know, make everything. Cause you know, we are still paying our rents on every, every salon that we have, which is four, including the boutique. So I think that at the end of the day that showed us who like our strong foundation was, you know, oh, five, five rents, five rents for 50 racks. Yeah. Oh, Thank you for that. Yeah. So the strong survived, seriously. And I think that that gave us like a good visual of like really who's down with Live Bay, who's going to be yeah, with us long term. Yeah, the ride or die were. Yeah, for sure. One last thing too, just about like the whole like taking care of people. I think it's important as a business owner that you know when to do your pay raises as well. I think that, you know, sometimes you just get so busy with um, being a business owner and everything that just flies your way. You know, I think it's good to make it like every six months or every year, do like an evaluation of who works for you and, you know, properly give them a pay bump. We do it well too often, but it's well-deserved. And we just always believe in taking care of people who, you know, are part of the family. So, but I think as business owners, sometimes it's easy to forget. It's a really great point. It's a really good point. Just, just know, like when you go into this thing, like I said, the, if I could go back and tell us, you know, from the future, hey, you're gonna, you'll be successful at it. You're gonna make a lot of money. Just don't beat your head against the wall when you're making those payments to these people, and and you see them making more money than you. Because I think that was the hardest thing for me to get over in the beginning, was the fact that everybody was making money and we weren't. Mm-hmm. We weren't getting paycheck. Yeah. We, had, we had second jobs mm-hmm. to keep to keep this thing afloat, just so we could pay our bills. Yeah. So just know, like, if you're not successful right away, or you're spending money on your payroll and your staff, but you're growing. Just know that this is just a temporary hurdle. You're, at some point in time, it's going to level out. Mm-hmm. Things are going to catch back up, and then you'll start making money, then more money, then more money. And it, it's all going to come back down to your foundation. You need those key people around you, not just uh, to keep the business going, but for like a good emotional support system. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I want to end on this too. I think the most important thing to do when running an organization is to sell people on the vision. Okay, If you don't have a vision for where the company's going, morale will start to break people's um you know they'll they'll see it as a monotonous thing with no growth believe it or not psychologically people are wired for growth over money like if you could make a million bucks but had to do the exact same thing over and over and over and see day in day out for x amount of period at some point in time you're like this sucks i'm burned out right mm-hmm. but if you know there's opportunity there's growth I always walk around, I'm like, hey guys, you know what we're gonna be doing, right? Yeah, we know, we're gonna try and take over the world. We know, Mike, you know. I'm always selling them, selling the vision. Hey, we're going to Canada, we're going to Europe, we're opening more, we're franchising, we're, there's gonna be more management positions, there's gonna be franchise opportunities for you. Like, I'm constantly selling them on the vision so that they see the growth and the chance for them. It's not about you, right? If you're gonna have employees, it's no longer about you. It's about your people, it's about your organization. So keep selling the people on the vision, keep selling them the dream, where does it benefit them, not just you? Nobody cares about it benefiting you or your pocket. What they care about is how do I get to grow as a person and with the company and feel like I'm a part of it. And that's where it's going to come down to getting those key people in place. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. Hopefully, you got some great value from the episode. 
As always, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, refer a friend. Obviously, we don't charge a fee for this. We grow this thing as a movement. Please subscribe to our Facebook group. The Lash T-T-E-A. And until then, we will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.